Well, this morning, it was not on the agenda for me to preach. It was, we had somebody else lined up, and at the last minute, they couldn't do it. And I said, yeah, that's what I said, ouch. And so, I said, I'll do it, because <laughs> I couldn't get hold of Jonathan, or he could have done it. And uh, so, so I said, I'll do it. And so... Um, I said, you know, I've been in ministry for 30 years. You'd think if at the last minute I could do it, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I honestly get up here and think, how, how, do, how does Pastor Rusty do this every week? I, but he's anointed to do it, amen? Um, I want to read to you out of Psalms. In first service, Megan had to leave, go home, and get my glasses and bring them back because I didn't have them. And she said, where are they? I said, there's glasses all over the house because these are, you know, the Walmart glasses because I have to just use them to read, you know. And so they're everywhere. They're in the kitchen. They're in the den. They're in the living room. They're in my bedroom. Because I just have them sitting around so I can pick them up. You know, when you read a recipe and you're in the kitchen, you know, you're like, I need my glasses. So, let me read to you out of Psalms. This is about two ways to live. Happy are those who don't listen to the wicked, who don't go where sinners go, who don't do what evil people do. They love the teachings of the Lord, and they think about those teachings day and night. <clears throat> you know, when you read that and you have conversation about day and night, you go, well, how do I, how do I meditate and, and read the word day and night? And a really good example of that is, you know how when you worry and you go to bed <clears throat> and it just rolls through your head? rolls through your head, rolls through your head, all your worries and all your cares and all the things that you think, how am I going to get that to work out, rolls through your head. Well, that's what meditating in the Word is. Meditating in the Word means that you take the Word of God and you kind of chew on it, you think about it, and you know it. And then when you go to bed at night, the word rolls around in your head instead of your worries and your fears. Then verses come up to you when you're worried about your needs. No, then it says God supplies all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And so I have no fear. I have no worry because God supplies my needs. Amen. And so that's what meditating and thinking about the word is. Now, there's just one problem is that we don't do it. That's the problem we all face is that we don't do it. You know, in our culture today, we have so many distractions. Amen. You know, the biggest distraction, um, actually bring me my phone so I know what time it is. It's, it's right there, I think, or maybe it's not, um, but, you know, a big distraction is our phone. That's a big dis distraction. And, there, you know, we just have a lot of things in life that distract us, and it <clears throat> keeps us from the Word of God. If you don't have a routine sometime during the day that you meditate in the Word and that you are having a devotion time, if Sunday morning is your only time, well, 
you know, Sunday morning, we come here to get refreshed, to get encouraged, and to get the word to go on through the week. But on a daily basis, you need to have your own devotions in your own time that you read your Bible and that you study your verses and that you know what God wants for you. If you don't know what this says, then you don't know what God has for you or what he wants for you. I heard someone say that, you know, it's easy to build our own God. You know, where we have our own God and our own God says, I can do this, I can do this, and I can do this. And God doesn't care. But this book right here, Listen, this is not a book of rules. This is not rules. This is instructions. And it's instructions on how to live. And just like you want your children to live a good life, God wants you to live a good life. But he did give you some guidelines. Amen? He gave you some guidelines to live by so that you could have the better life. Amen? And in that, you know, in doing what God uh, wants us to do comes along with us not doing some things that the world does. You know, the world in our culture does a lot of things that we're not supposed to do. Amen? But Christians today, we kind of have taken on the way of the culture and the way of the land, and we've made our own God and decided it's okay. Amen? And I'm not getting a lot of amens about that. But it's it's really the truth. We've kind of uh, have built our own gods, which is easy to do. You know, I hear a lot of people say, I don't, I don't believe. You don't believe what? Well, I don't believe in the tithe. Okay. And and I don't believe in the rapture. Oh, okay, that's going to be to your disadvantage, but okay. I don't believe. I don't believe in healing. Because that happened back in the Old Testament. It's not for us today, and I don't believe in that. Okay, I don't believe in the Holy Spirit. I don't believe in speaking in tongues. I don't believe any. I don't believe that. I don't. I don't. I don't. Why don't we say, I do believe, instead of I don't believe? We have more I don'ts than we do I do's. Why aren't we saying what we do believe? I do believe in healing. I do believe in the tithe. I do believe that God is good. I do believe. I do believe healing is for day, today. I believe in the Holy Spirit. I do believe Instead of, I don't. You know, I've, I've talked to people just this last week, and they've had amazing results in their health. And then somebody said, but, you know, it could come back. I thought you just said it was gone. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, but, Really? Why is it? I'll tell you why it's hard for us to believe. We come into this world, born into this world. Our parents teach us not to believe. 
because they don't believe. And so does our society and our culture. You know, our culture is negative. It's a, I don't, I can't, I won't, I don't believe. And really, the word of God is, I can, I will, I do. It's the positive, but we're thrown from birth with the negative. And if we take on that negative Instead of the instructions of the Lord, we're never going to be blessed. Never. Because our conversation is not lining up with the word of God. And the word of God is, I can, I will, I do. Instead of the other. Then we've taken on the culture, you know, the things of the culture that we think are okay that that aren't okay. You know? You, You know, young girls getting pregnant at 16, 17, 18, and not married, y'all, is not good. It's not good. We want our children, we want to teach our kids. You, you, it, it, now, listen, I'm not saying that it's, I'm not saying that your kids can't thrive, okay? Let me put it that way. But it's harder on you. And to make life easier on you and simple on you, this is, this is what God did. He gave you some instructions. He gave you some instructions. And if you'll follow these instructions, then God said, your life will be so easy and so much better. Listen, when... Uh, when we follow the instructions of the Lord. It is the same thing as you as a parent. You as a parent want the very best for your children, right? You want even better for your adult children. You want the best for them. And you don't want them to go through heartache because when they hurt, you hurt, right? And so you, you don't want that. God feels the very same way. He's just like a parent. He doesn't want to see you hurt. He doesn't want to see you in pain. He doesn't want to see you broken. He doesn't want to see that. But when we get off of his path, then that's when we're led into destruction. And if we follow his instructions, we're blessed. The Bible says we are. The Bible says that we're like a tree planted by a river of water. What grows better than a tree by the water? You know, look around town where there's water everywhere. What's thriving around it? Well, it's the greenest I've ever seen it around here. It is so green. I love leaving my house and looking at the field and the winter wheat and everything that's coming up. It's all green. You know, we're not looking at dead yucky stuff anymore and the dirt blowing and the you know because because when it's good when it's green man it it just makes you even feel better doesn't it it just lifts your spirits and you're like oh god is so good but we're to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water we're to be the very same way we're to be the example for for those that are hurting that, hey, our life is good, and our life is good because of God, no other reason, not because I did something within myself, but because of God, amen, and God is good, amen, 
Let me read you the rest of this. It says, they love the Lord's teachings and they think about those teachings day and night. And they are strong like a tree planted by a river. The tree produces fruit in its season and its leaves don't die. Okay, the tree produces fruit. A good tree produces fruit. But a tree that's left without water, like you're left without the word of God in your life, it withers and it dies. And that's what happens to us. We can wither and we can die. That doesn't mean die physically. It means die spiritually. That we become dried up and we become, uh, well, what we do is we become doubters instead of believers. We doubt. We have fear. We have unbelief. Instead of believing God, we distrust God. It says, uh, but wicked people are not like that. They're like chaff that the wind blows away. So the wicked will not escape God's punishment. Sinners will not worship with God's people. This is because the Lord takes care of his people, but the wicked will be destroyed. It says right there that the Lord takes care of his people. And I believe that when we follow his instructions, we are blessed. And I believe if we don't follow his instructions, we go through pain and heartache. You know, the, Jesus said in the New Testament, you're not going to be without trouble. He said, you're not going to become a Christian and then there's no trouble. Because we live on this earth and we live in a broken world. And the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And believe me, he wants to destroy. Amen? He has maneuvers and ways of inching his way into our lives that if we're not grounded in the word, that he can take and make a mess of things. Amen? And it's about us being grounded in the word so that when the devil comes, it says when the devil comes, what do you do? You resist him. You resist him. It doesn't say the pastor resists him. It says you resist him. You know, the Bible, God expects us to do some things. He expects us to do it, not just, you know, when we pray and Zam, it's done. You know, like when we go to McDonald's. And you know, it's great. We go to McDonald's and there's our meal just like that. And so we live in a pretty instant society. And so we kind of expect God and everything else to be the same way. But do you know God is not like magic? It's not magic. It's a way of life. It's the way we live. It's how we live. And it's what we do with the word of God. You know, when I go to people's house and they're sick and, and having to be at home, I always notice there's not, you know, there's not a Bible. There's, there's not any prayer cards. You know, there's not, there's not anything that they're saying or doing. They're just sitting, waiting to get better. And, you know, when, when Pastor Rusty 
had his eye situation, you know, that was, uh, he had detached retina in his eye. And many of you went through that with us. And, you know, he had to lay on his face. He had to be flat on his face, laying down uh, for an, all day. But for 15 minutes out of an hour, you got to get up. And then you had to go back down. And then another 15 minutes out of the next hour, and you get to get up. You get to walk around, and you get to get up, and then you had to go back down. And the reason you have to lay flat down is so that that can, after surgery, so it can heal and connect. And if you get up, there's a little ball in there. I forgot what they call it, but it has to be attached. And so you have to be on your face. Well, I think it's the worst thing we've ever been through. It it was just, by the time of the beginning of the end, another eye had detached. So now both of his eyes had detached. And I remember telling Dr. Shami, okay, if we don't do everything perfect, and maybe he doesn't have the best sight in this eye, you know, maybe that it'll be okay. And he said, yeah, unless the other one detaches and you're blind. And I'm like, Okay, we're laying down. It, we're we're going to do exactly what we're supposed to do. And when we got when we went back to the doctor and he said this eye has detached, and he told us to go home get stuff, come back, and they were going to do surgery that night. I mean, Rusty and I did not say one word to each other all the way home. I mean, we were just in shock. You know, I know how people feel when they get um, told that they have cancer. It, it's just like shock to your body. You're like, oh, my gosh. And by the time this eye was getting better, this eye had detached. And, you know, you just, it's just not good. And so you, you're, think, you're, you're thinking, okay, God. You're going to have to come through. This is, this is big stuff. But listen, we didn't go home and just sit and wait for God to do it. We were in our Bibles. We were in our verses. We were saying our verses. We were claiming healing, but using our verses. We were doing everything we knew to do that we have learned through the word of God. And God doesn't want you to just sit. You have to do something. It's not about just praying a prayer and poof. And sometimes that does happen, and that's great when it does. But it's not always like that. This book right here in your life is a journey. It's till, till birth until death. This is your journey. And the Bible says if you follow the instructions of this book, you'll be blessed. And if you don't, you're going to have trials and tribulations and maybe some rough spots. Amen? So we want to be like what? We want to be like the tree that's planted by the rivers of water. That's who we want to be. Because a tree that's planted by water, what does it do? It grows strong, right? And absolutely nothing can come against a tree that's sturdy and beside the still waters. And that's who we want to be. Amen? Amen. 
Okay, let me pray over you and we'll go eat lunch. How does that sound? I think we're going to beat the Baptist out of church. (laughs) Let me pray over you. Father, I just thank you for today. Father, we just pray over the men that are coming home from men's retreat. Father, we pray over them, Father, for safety and protection. But we also pray, Lord, that what you did in their hearts, Father God, remains there. And that they come back spiritually energized, Father. Spiritually, Father, they're uh, in tune with you, Father God. And we just thank you for what you did for them. I pray over these people that are here today, Father, that you bless them this week. You energize them, Father. You heal their bodies. You minister to them. They hear your voice. They hear your voice, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for being here, y'all. Get a sign as you go out. If you don't have one in your yard, grab one.